There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is the Vice Guide to Right Now, a daily rundown of all things Vice. It's Friday, February 9th. I'm Chris Hardy. Today we have a special episode for you. In honor of Black History Month, we're highlighting Black entrepreneurs across diverse fields every Friday in February. In this episode, we'll hear from Brian Bethay, the founder of the youth coding event Hip Hop Hacktivist. First, the headlines. Pre-sales for Disney Marvel's Black Panther movie are now outpacing advanced sales for all other first quarter releases in the company's 18-year history. The film, led by an African-American director and a predominantly Black cast, grapples head-on with the issues affecting modern-day Black life. The Black Lives Matter movement and activists across the country are honoring the life and work of Mohayadeen Moya, who was killed on Tuesday in New Orleans. Moya had been an activist for years, fighting for racial equality, and became well-known for crossing police tape at a protest in Charleston, South Carolina, to snatch a Confederate flag from a demonstrator last year. And, in a recent discovery, Britain's oldest complete skeleton, known as the Cheddar Man, has been found through DNA testing to have had dark skin, brown curly hair, and blue eyes. This disproves the common assumption that Britain's indigenous populations were all pale-skinned with fair features. And now, here's the news you won't get anywhere else. Hip Hop Hacktivist is a free coding event that uses the appeal and influence of hip hop culture to introduce the tech industry and its opportunities to young people from minority and underrepresented groups. Here's Vice's Nakia Swinton and Gary Cook speaking with hip hop hacktivist founder Brian Bethay on his work and inspiration. Hi, everyone. For this feature of Vice Guides Right Now, I'll be your host, Nikia Swin, and I'm here with my co-host, Gary Cook. Hello. And today we are here with Brian Bethay yeah. from Hip Hop Activist. Yeah. Brian, good how, to have you. How y'all doing, man? I'm glad good. to be here, actually. You know, um, the weather is really cold out here, and I'm kind of under the weather right now, but, you know, I still made it in. Anyway. <laughs> oh, so glad, glad you made it. Yeah, right, you know, so <laughs> definitely. Brian, first of all, what is Hip Hop Activist? Basically, it's an organization that I, I kind of started, which basically uses the appeal and the influence of hip hop culture to introduce tech to minority and underrepresented youth. Again, like we want to use what they're familiar with to kind of introduce them to something that's new. So, like, for instance, our most recent event was at Tumblr, and we had like a Kendrick Lamar inspired social coding Ooh. event. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Kendrick Lamar wasn't there. I mean, it was, you know, that, <laughs> that's all a part of like kind of bringing this crowd out that normally probably wouldn't come out. This crowd of teenagers and, and under, underrepresented youth that, that I find and that I see that's going on in tech. You know, they came out and had a great experience, you know, but our whole goal was really not to really teach them tech. You know, you're not going to teach anybody tech in one day, but we wanted to give them an experience. And it was designed to, like, really wow them. Essentially what we did, we basically partnered them with 
engineers and you know programmers from Google, from Tumblr, from like these brand name companies that they know and love. So they actually got to sit down with these engineers, come up with the idea, and like be a part of that whole process. And again, if you don't know the process of tech and how things are done in tech and how this stuff comes to life, you automatically assume that it's just something so hard, only geniuses can do it and all this stuff. But they actually got to actually be a part of that and and really like see that it's not that hard and that it is you know, something attainable, something that they can do. So and, skill you can learn. Right, you know. So that's really what it's designed to do, spark that interest of, hey, man, damn, I, I just went through this thing. I, I, I want to do this now. I didn't, I didn't know it was like that. And then it's like from there, they go out there and kind of seek ways to actually, you know, get to tech themselves. What exactly led you to become interested in the tech field? My whole transition into tech was from like a, a non-traditional background, what they, what they would call it. Again, meaning basically I didn't go to school for tech. I ended up getting to tech from going through uh, a boot camp. But before I even got into tech, like my whole background, like I was fortunate enough to receive a scholarship and go play football at the University of North Carolina in Chapel Hill. You know, so I did that and graduated but even during that time, my whole child music has always been something that I love, you know, and, I, you know, writing rhymes and making beats and all that. So I had a studio in college. Football, again, is like a nine to five job, you know. But once it was over, it kind of freed up my time, allowed me to pursue other things, essentially. You know, I didn't go to the league, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, I moved to New York to pursue music. And um, I kind of got into the industry in the capacity of an audio engineer. It was crazy because I was seeing the people you want to see and meeting the people you want to meet. But I really just wasn't able to like make that a stable thing, man. It's just it's only so long you can be a starving artist when it comes down to it. So, and I was always like saying to myself, like I'm not gonna just work and do something because I'm forced to make. Like, I need money. Like I, I I would take less until I find something that I really love. I knew that I wanted to do something creative, and whatever it is that I do, it had to be creative. So. I ended up really just stumbling upon tech because I, I ended up going to a meetup or something like that. And I saw people coding and things of that nature. And the stuff that they were doing with code, the creative stuff they were doing, I was like, damn, man, if I had that skill set, the things that I can do with it. And that's really what kind of introduced me and made me go into tech. So I ended up going into a boot camp. And once I uh, finished that boot camp, I ended up basically feeling obligated to kind of start hip hop activists because it was like I felt like I found a fortunate opportunity that I, I, like boot camps and all these things that exist in New York don't exist in where I'm from at least in North Carolina and I know that there were a lot of kids that look like me and that come from the same environments that I come from that you know just don't know about these opportunities what they do know is sports and athletics and stuff like that and I know that from experience because that's kind of what I knew when I grew up so I just feel like hey man I need to show this group of people that I come from, you know, that I I come from that group of people, I need to show them these opportunities. And that's really like how hip hop activists came about. It's about spreading that accessibility to to places where, you know, really they don't they don't exist. Right, 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 definitely. So And I would you know. say that's essentially how we came up with this idea is that we always thought of me and Gary being in the black community, we were like, hey, we only really see ourselves in like media and sports. And like, I know nothing about tech. I didn't even know anything like going into high school or like college. So we kind of wanted to highlight black people just going into different industries. And this is like a great, just an awesome idea, like exposing this to younger 
children who definitely don't have that access right. because like my parents don't know anyone who were in the tech field so they couldn't teach me yeah and i love what you're saying about like just really bringing that and sort of like spreading that to places where these kids really only know one or two outlets to sort of express themselves creatively and i really enjoy the sort of like fusion between like the hip-hop and like the the sort of tech world you know do you think that there's like that direct correlation or was this for you like a matter of i'm, I'm just going to take these two things i'm just going to like press them together and see what happens well, I'm, I'm, I consider myself part of the hip-hop culture. I love hip-hop music. I love the culture. I love everything about hip-hop. And I feel like hip-hop is the mainstream thing that controls what's hot or not. Fashion. You know, it's just so many places. Like, McDonald's is doing hip-hop commercials and stuff like that. So you see the actual influence that hip-hop has. Imagine how many kids would be coding from Brooklyn if Jay-Z said, hey, going into tech is dope or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, I So that's how much that. power hip-hop has, you know? Yeah. And that's essentially all I'm trying to do with hip-hop activists is just change that narrative. I'm trying to get them to understand that this is cool and make tech cool for them because all of them have phones and may not even have computers at home, but they all have cell phones. They all are influenced by tech in some form or fashion whether they're on Twitter all day or whatever whatever. so right now they're the, they're like the consumers of all this but I want them to be the producers the yeah the makers yeah. of all this because that's really where again opportunities that exist in this industry can change their whole circumstance if you will yeah and I would say that also brings in like equity into the black community and instead yes. of just like we are such large consumers of every type of field such as tech fashion music but we're not really you know on the forefront of no, doing that no. so like i know you think hip-hop is a great way to introduce kids to tech do you have any other suggestions how we can get younger black and brown kids introduced to the tech industry you know there is an ongoing fight with just like diversity within this industry you know the solution i really feel like you know we got to create our own solutions I, I don't i don't really see like the tech giants really you know i feel like it's a cop-out answer to this when they kind of say stuff like hey they can't find talent it's like there's it, a bunch of there's us. a bunch of like oh it's I, everywhere I, it's, yeah. it's every, everywhere i just went to um afrotech last year it's a big conference that's created by blavity a big black minority underrepresented tech conference it was in san francisco i met so many people in tech it was just so beautiful and like it's there we're here you know what i mean yeah. we've like, been here yeah we've been here you know <laughs> and this is what i'm doing to kind of help in that whole race and that whole fight of diversity and i feel like there are a lot of other people doing the same things you know doing things that they feel is necessary but yeah that that solution i, I just really feel like it's all on us to kind of take a control of our own destiny in that regard i feel like every so often there there comes a wave that hits the world at one point, it was like gold or something. At one point, it was like oil, the oil industry. Now it's tech, you know? And I'm like just really out here really trying to advocate and uh, get our communities to like ride this wave because it ain't going to last forever. You know, it's so much it's so much potential and gain, you know, return on your investment, essentially. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, so have you brought any major tech giants to hip-hop activists? Yes. So far, we've done our first event, and that was in June of last year, and it was sponsored completely by Tumblr. Tumblr oh, awesome. Yeah, I, Tumblr really, um, it was dope. Tumblr really um, gravitated towards the idea of it all and really helped us put it together. Really, they gave me a lot of the control. They, they just backed it and said, they, you know, and, and do what you got to do, essentially. And I loved them for that. Through that experience, it's allowed us to make a bunch of relationships with other companies. You know, our year, our 2018, we already got 
Google Nashville on our calendar. So they actually reached out to us. It's like, hey, can you bring this thing on the road? It's like, I, yeah, you guys, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, what am I going to say to that, you know? Um, Not going to turn down Google. No, no, no. So, and then we, we, got, we have um, Uber later on this year, and we also have Google NYC as well. Because the thing what I was able to do with Hip Hop Hacktivist was bring together, like, over, I had, like, over 100 plus kids apply. You know, unfortunately, you know, I was only able to take 45. But, you know, again, we had mentors and all these tech people, too, as well, apply. And I had, like, 60 people throughout the tech industry apply. But, again, I was only only able to take a certain number. But I want to keep this scene interactive. So I, I want something going on really, you know, once a month that kind of brings this tech industry together. Kind of, like, just keep them interacting and meeting each other and keep them supporting each other. I, I was able to make a relationship with the new museum to have an event every month so that's kind of something that I'm starting next month actually kind of got some stuff going on this year (laughs) that's great and you know just going by everything that you've been saying and just going off of the the amount of influence that you have behind you and this sort of like amount of support that you've got going on it it seems like exactly what what it is that you're fighting for is is coming to fruition it's becoming more accessible yeah I'm excited man like I, I really I found my calling at least you know I'm really passionate about what I do it wasn't something that I planned to do, you know. I just again, I just felt like I fell into this, and it was like, damn, like this is this is an issue. Like I really see it, and I'm and I'm a part of the issue, and I I just can't like not do something about it. Yeah, I, don't know, so. I feel like what you're doing is great. And what advice do you have for young people of color who want to pursue a career in the tech industry? The advice that I would give young people in tech that really want to kind of get into this industry is that you really get what you put into it. Like, it is a thing that requires you to actually take the time to sit down and learn. It's a sacrifice worth making. You know, it's going to be some times where, hey, you know, your friends might be doing other things and stuff like that. But you're sitting here in front of this computer trying to learn this software, trying to learn this this code or whatnot. But the payoff, the return on that investment is is, is just exponential and it's, it's, it's completely worth it. You know, it seems like with everything you've got going on this year, you know, this is really going to be blowing up. And, you know, in the future forthcoming, if you could have any hip-hop artist or someone come through and perform, who would it be? Our first event, we weren't able to have Kendrick Lamar. But that's hip-hop hacktivist being able to work at his, uh, I guess, fullest potential. To have a Kendrick Lamar-inspired social coding event and have Kendrick Lamar there. To have a... Jay Z, whatever, a Nas inspired one in Queens or something like that, you know. But so with Google, um, Google Nashville, I was able to kind of negotiate them helping me get an artist. So my idea right now for Nashville is to get uh, Isaiah Rashad. Isaiah Rashad is from Tennessee, essentially. So again, it's the idea is to really kind of have their like that hometown local hero that these kids would you know mainly know because he's he's from there too. So, but my ideal person, honestly, my ideal person would be Kendrick Lamar. Though. Like, I had a feeling because <laughs> yeah, you definitely mentioned him like once or twice. Right, <laughs> like, he's probably times. gonna say yeah. Kendrick. But again, it all goes back to like his influence and his appeal. I mean, like he's what's happening right yeah. now. He, he's the yeah. hottest thing out. And again, if he said that tech was dope, tech is dope. Yeah. To, you know, to the 100%. kids that, that I'm trying to... And if, if you look at what's going on now, you see, like, um, I believe Chance the Rapper just started something with code. Like, he has some programs that, he, that he's kicking off. Uh, Nipsey Hussle has some things. Um, so, like, it, it's slowly but surely happening. 
But, you know, it's not there yet. And I'm just trying to, you know, continue with that race and keep it pushing forward as well. So, Well, thanks, Brian, for Definitely. joining us. Um, I know Vice Impact has done some stuff with you. Vice has been great to me. Yeah, you've, you've written some articles for Vice <laughs> yes, Impact. So yes. that's kind of how we heard about you. And we thought you would just be a great fit for this podcast feature. I appreciate it. I definitely appreciate the opportunity, man. Yeah, yeah thank yeah. you again for coming through. And this has been, yeah, this has been dope. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> this yeah, has been yeah. a great, yeah, a great experience for mm-hmm. sure. Well, definitely, definitely. To learn more about hip-hop hacktivists, go to impact.vice.com. Don't forget, we're doing Black History Month specials every Friday, all month long. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. For more news and culture, check out vice.com. And see you Monday for another Vice Guide to right now. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.